To the 160th episode of Alicia not getting her clap on beat <laughs> and the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. My name is Samantha Blackman, and I'm an associate professor here at Purdue University in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana. I said it this time, <laughs> where I talk about, read about, write about, dream about amongst everything. <laughs> amongst everything else video games video games video games and i'm joined tonight by a bevy of brilliant beings uh to talk about something that is near and dear to all of our hearts but let's get started with introductions so alicia let's start with you who are you darling uh, I'm Alicia Carabinas, mm-hmm. and it may be that I can't clap, but at least I don't mess up the introduction after 160 times. <laughs> oh, boy. It's <laughs> going to be one of those I'm a PhD nights. student at Purdue University. <laughs> For now. Or am until Sam <laughs> kicks me out tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to clip my nails. I'm going to file my nails. I'm going to, like, hammer some painting. I'm going to do all kinds of stuff during this podcast. <laughs> Just to make her mad. <laughs> so if you don't hear any track from Alicia tonight, you'll know why. All right. And Lee, how about you? Who are you, darling? Uh, I am Lee Hibbard. I am also a PhD student at Purdue, second year. And yeah, that's my thing. Yay. <laughs> Suck up. How am I sucking up? What did I do? Behaved. Behaved. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta behave. I'm in one of Sam's classes this semester. <laughs> and last but definitely not least, we have Bianca Batty. Who are you, darling? Hello. The best. I'm Bianca Batty, sometimes known as Bianca something else. <laughs> Who knows? Bianca. <laughs> I almost spelled my name Bianca in an email the other day, and I thought, it is happening. I am slowly mutating into this new being known as Bianca. <laughs> Uh, But I am also a PhD student at Purdue. I'm a fourth year in literary studies, and we all have a super groovy time together. Back to you, Sam. We are off to a rollicking start. (laughs) Good sign. Yeah, we are. Good sign. I've already got my glasses off. I'm crying. (laughs) (laughs) This is a bad sign. All right. Well, let's get started with this. Then we'll do our usual what you're playing, what you're reading, what you're drinking. Um, And we'll just... Go round table. We'll start with you, Alicia. What you playing, darling? Well, I would like to start my what you playing with a complaint. Oh, Uh-oh. I'm boy. shocked by this. <laughs> you know what? You can shut your entire mouth. Okay, all of it, the whole thing, oh, the whole thing, not just part of it, the whole thing. Oh, so because we're talking about spooky stuff, mm. spoiler. Uh, 
I went on Steam and I was like, I'm going to get a new spooky game. It's going to be awesome. I read some reviews. I checked some things out. I narrowed it down to three things. And then I purchased Stories Untold. Mm. Uh, which I was a little hesitant about because it's Windows only, which means I have to play it on my partner's computer. So I have to get him to stop pretending to do homework when he's really playing <laughs> Don't Starve. Um so that I can play. And tonight I, I installed it. I was going to start it. And like it just ran for shit. It hmm. was choppy. It was slow. And it was like a slow game anyway. But since it was running slowly, it was super slow. Mm-hmm. Like text was appearing on the screen one letter at a time. Oh. And I was like, I cannot. So I'm getting, I'm currently processing a refund for this game. And I'm really disappointed. Aww. So that was, was it... what I'm not playing. <laughs> Was it the was it the game itself, or did because did your computer meet like the minimum requirements? Or yeah, what I think it was is that his his computer meets the minimum requirements, but it was probably leaning a little heavily on the video card rather than the processor. Mm-hmm. So it didn't want to work. Gotcha. Yep. But that's okay, I guess. Um. Other than that, I've been playing a lot of kind of same old, same old stuff. Still playing Fortnite, Overwatch. Um, I'm on the very last mission of Dishonored, finally. No. (laughs) Took me this long. (laughs) Um, And uh, and I've been playing a little Don't Starve Together with with the partner again. I only have like three billion hours in that game. Yeah. (laughs) Don't, Don't Starve is your Stardew, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here's a question. Are you still doing a ghost run on Dishonored? Um, no. I allowed myself to kill a few people. Mm-hmm. I think I have now killed a total of eight people in the entire game. Oh, that was and like one my of first those... two and a half minutes. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no. One of those was an accident, and I felt really bad about it, but I also hadn't saved in a bit. So I was like, well... You were probably an asshole anyway. (laughs) 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 Gotta prioritize. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I will go back and and ghost it. But I think I might also do a a murder run in this one, which I've never done. The murder runs are so fun. In any of the games. Just go through it. Just murder everybody. I'm telling you. You know what? I think there's some people in this one who deserve some murdering. Especially (laughs) in the second to last level there's some there's some folks need some murdering that shit is freeing let me tell you just murder everybody i will admit there were a couple of times when i knew i was going to restart and uh i grabbed some people and pitched them off a balcony just out of anger because some of the things that people are doing and it's a little messed up Mm -hmm. like the the necrophilia tape Mm -hmm. could have done without that in my life Mm. Yeah, you just gotta get rid of some folk. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> so, I will. I will get there. So one one more question: uh, Have you played Battle Royale in uh, Fortnite yet? I still haven't. I have to what? have time enough to sit down and go and you know get into it. What? I know. I'm sorry. I'm the worst. You and I could, they, you can do duos now. I think as of today or yesterday, and you can do teams of four. We should play. Well, maybe we will this weekend since we have some fancy stuff going on. We do. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. 
<clears throat> as I die. Please don't die. I'm not going to die. <clears throat> so, Alicia just mentioned it. I'll mention it again at the end of the podcast. I should have mentioned it at the beginning. Um, we are doing uh, a kind of uh, impromptu, but not unwell-researched charity marathon this weekend on October 7th. We're going to do a 24-hour team marathon again. Uh, this time we are raising money um, to help the folks in Puerto Rico who were completely devastated uh, by Hurricane Maria. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. We're working with Direct Relief. Um, I have talked to the folks at Direct Relief um, uh, specifically uh, about our desire for all of our funds to go directly to Puerto Rico and not be uh, farmed out to kind of other relief sites, which is what they usually do. Um, so yeah, all of our, well, when you do a tiltify campaign anyway, if you do it individually, you can specify where. Um, so all of the funds raised on our, from our campaign this week and, uh, will go to the folks in Puerto Rico. So we're going to be starting at midnight on Saturday, uh, and running 24 hours. Uh, I'll put a link to the tiltify page in the show notes, or you can check our Twitter cause we've been tweeting about it, uh, kind of regularly uh and it's our top pin tweet as well so yep. yeah all right so lee your turn what you been playing uh well i fell down a stardew valley hole a couple of weeks ago <laughs> i don't oh, think no. i'm ever getting out i'm doomed <laughs> send help and also more chickens because my chickens aren't laying enough eggs, which means I have to buy more heaters to make them happy because it's winter. And that's, oh, yeah. that's my life right now is I play a day of Stardew Valley and then I read and then I make myself read more before I play more Stardew Valley. It's just like, no, I have to stop. When do I stop? It's 3 a.m. and I have to teach in six hours. Someone make me stop. It was nice knowing you, Lee. Honestly, I'm doomed. Uh, in addition to that, I recently wrapped up playing through her story because I assigned it to my students so that they yeah. could do a interface report. They actually really enjoyed it, so it was super fun mm -hmm. to listen to them come into class and get really excited about talking through the plot and saying, well, it's this is happening. No, this is happening. And then they immediately jumped into, I don't know if I like this interface. Maybe I would do it differently. Ooh, what if we did this in VR? And I'm like, yes. I don't even oh. have to guide this discussion. <laughs> Whoops. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. In addition to that, the only other games I've really been playing, I mean, I'm always playing a little bit of Diablo 3. Sometimes you have to hit mm -hmm. the treasure pinata. And the other game I've been playing is Act 1 of Hive Swap, which is a indie game and an adventure game that's been like four or five years in the making. It was crowdfunded by uh, the guy who wrote Homestuck, which I'm a huge fan of. And the game reflects the tone of that, which is sort of weird, irreverent humor and terrible jokes about the 90s. So I continue to absolutely love it, and it's like a love letter to adventure games. There's like five bajillion Monkey Island references. It's making me very happy, especially because I first started playing it right when we were doing the unit on adventure games in Sam's Games and World Building class, so I was just sitting there like, yes, more Monkey Island references everywhere in my life. Good. Yes. Sounds good. What about you, Bianca? What you been playing, darling? Uh, I recently finally bought myself the Limbo Inside, uh, thing. <laughs> What's the word that I look for? Uh, 
pack? I don't Bundle? know. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> God, that was, that was too hard. difficult, too difficult. So, yeah, I started playing uh, or revisiting, I should say, Limbo, and then I'm going to move on to Inside. So just playing all the games that Alicia loves, all of the stuff that Alicia yeah. loves to play. Yeah. Inside <laughs> is such a good game. I will never know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's that's pretty much what I've been I've been playing lately. Yeah, it, it takes some. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't recommend it for you, Alicia. Mm-mm. I cried like Mm-mm. a baby. So mm-hmm. I know my limits. Yeah, you, you got to. Mm-hmm. You have absolutely got to. All right. Well, I guess I'll 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 just go through quickly uh, and skip a bunch of stuff that I've been playing because I've been playing a bunch of stuff. Um. I have been playing a, a shit ton of Destiny 2. Um, I, I, fell, I fell down the Destiny rabbit hole again, even though I said I was not going to play Destiny 2 uh, after Destiny was such a disappointment in terms mm-hmm. of narrative. But the story in this one is so much better. The story in this one is so much better. And um, between playing with friends on one end and playing with um, friends who are in a clan on another end. I'm putting in like double duty (laughs) on my destiny plan. Um, And I think within the first week I had like uh, hit max level and had a pretty good power level and had a pretty good power level already um, and had like finished the story and was just running around doing strikes and challenges and stuff. Um, so I'm really having a whole lot of fun playing Destiny 2. And, and you know, they they might get me. They might get me with DLC this time. Well, they got me with DLC last time, too. But anyway. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> let's not play. Everybody gets you, Sam. I know. I know. They see me coming. <laughs> they see me coming. Um, Been playing a lot of stuff on the Switch. Mario Rabbids, Zelda. Um, uh, started playing Stardew Valley again, yeah, because of a conversation we had in class. Um, and I was like, well, maybe just one game of Stardew Valley. <laughs> and once and there is no one, there is no one. You start no. one, and then you play it every night. Um, and then, uh, Stardew Valley for the Switch. Oof. Actually, it was supposed to come out tomorrow. It went live today. Oh, God. It went live today. And I bought it immediately because one of the other grad students, Tony, he's been on the show before, um, like texted me and was like, hey, I saw this on Reddit that it's already live. And I was like, really? Really? You're going to text me with this? You're going to text me with this? So I downloaded it immediately and sent him back a picture of the download going. Uh, it's so easy to fool you into doing something. I was going to buy it anyway. I had went out and bought a new like Nintendo money card to make sure I had enough money in my account to buy it. And uh, well, that, I was ready. I was ready to play. And then I downloaded it. And then I was like, oh, I'm just going to sit it over here in the charger for a minute so that, you know, it's fully charged. And then I'm going to start a new farm. And I looked over, and my kid was sitting on the beanbag playing Stardew Valley. Whoops. <laughs> and, and I was like, can, can I get my Switch back? She was like, our Switch. And kept playing. <laughs> Oof. Brutal. 
<laughs> I was like, That's what you oh. deserve. Oh. I'm proud of her. I was like, never <laughs> mind. <laughs> Guess I'll just sit here and be salty as fuck. Um, <laughs> so I was salty and I still have not played Stardew on the Switch. I put it back in the charger after she went to bed and it's sitting there charging. So, you know, maybe. No, I got to I gotta edit the podcast tonight. Maybe tomorrow. We got a whole we got a whole weekend. We got a whole weekend streaming. So maybe I'll uh, sneak in some Stardew Valley on the Switch. I'll start up a new farm. Because oddly enough... This is like your eighth farm. It's my fourth (laughs) farm, mind your business. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) It's okay to have more than one farm. It is. It's Um, not okay to have like eight farms. Hey, your farming styles are valid. You do you. Right. (laughs) So, um, Lee, don't support her. You don't support her. <laughs> I, I don't. You're right. <laughs> At all. At all. <laughs> At all. Um, <laughs> my feelings are hurt. But, you know, this is a game changer. Seriously, you can, like, carry Stardew in your bag with you wherever you go. That's a problem for you. That, that, that is a real a problem. problem for me. <laughs> we're we're going to be sitting in class the next couple of weeks, and you're going to look over at me like, Lee, don't play Stardew Valley. I'm going to be like, same. You don't play Stardew Valley. <laughs> it's like, I don't play Stardew Valley in class. I, I, I value my life. <laughs> also, class is interesting and fun. So there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Worse. <laughs> uh, okay, so I played a little bit of Fortnite Battle Royale, and like everything else that re- requires stealth, I cannot do it. So um, I don't want to play with you. I do want to play. I do want to play. <laughs> I want to get good. Um, <laughs> and if I play with you, you'll yell at me and make me and make me do the right thing instead of going. You know what? I'm tired of sneaking around. I'm just gonna run out here and shoot these people. Oh, I'm dead. Um, <laughs> which is what happens time and time again. But if I play with you, you'll yell at me, and then I'll be forced to do things the right way. <laughs> Accurate. Um, and then the final thing I've been playing is a little platformer, um, and I'm going to slaughter the name <laughs> because it's hard. It's a uh, Pankapu, uh, and you know, uh, for full disclosure, we got a full uh, we got a uh, a free copy. Uh, Pankapu uh, from it's Two Kind Studios, the developer. Um, it's a little platformer, which is super cute. Um, I will put a link to it in the uh, in the show notes. And I have to say, okay, so let me tell you this: it's a, it's a super cute game. It's a platformer. I didn't play a lot of platformers as a kid. Um, That's because platformers came out when you were already like an adult. <laughs> Pretty much, you know, I, I can't even, I can't even lie. You're pretty, you're almost, you're pretty accurate there. Not quite, but <clears throat> heathen. Um, there were platformers, uh, but yes, I was not a small child, so I didn't, I didn't. I guess that's pretty accurate, right? Because when I was like seven, eight, nine, they were still like little blips on a screen. Um, so I didn't develop that kind that same kind of early, that same kind of early childhood muscle memory that other people developed, um, playing platformers as small children. Right. So I had to learn, you know, once I had already learned kind of other game styles, um, 
Huh? Nothing. <laughs> I'm going to fight you. Um, so I was really interested in this game because uh, they called it a narrative action platformer. Uh, so it kind of drew, drew, it kind of pulled me in because, you know, yes, it's a platformer, but it's got it's narrative heavy um, and it's action based. Right. Um, so the action part is more of you can like upgrade your skills and do things like that, um, which is not not the norm for platformers. Um, it's super pretty, super bright, but you know what? It's a platformer and perfectly honest, it's, it's kind of unforgiving. So I kind of suck at it. I need the, I need the Luigi mode that they give you like in the, in the, in the Super Mario games now. So if you like have a, a level that you fail too many times, something will come along and help you through it. But this one doesn't. Um, but like I said, it's cute. Uh, if you like platformers, you can give it a try. It's, it's not expensive. I think it was 12 or 14 I have to check. Put it in the show notes. I want to say $12, though, on the Xbox is the price right now. But it's also available on... I saw it pop up on my Switch the other day. So Switch um, and Steam for PC, Mac, and Linux. No, not Linux. Just PC and Mac. I don't know. I was like, I don't know why I said Linux, um, but PC and Mac. But it's it's cute. Um, it's hard. Uh, it's unforgiving, which I don't know if it is a good thing or a bad thing. Um, but twelve dollars. Um, in all honesty, would I pay twelve dollars for it? I might wait for Steam sale. Um, but yeah, cute platformer. If you like platformers, now there. That's what we're playing. Who's reading something interesting? I'm reading some comics. Ooh, what you reading? Says Bianca. Um, I don't know why I'm narrating myself there. <laughs> I started because comics read- don't. Yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Um, I'm reading a comic called Monstrous by uh, Marjorie Liu and... The illustrator, I think her name is Sana Tanaka. Could be wrong on that. Um, and it's like art deco-y, steampunky style. And it's set in this kind of alternate Asia. Uh, and there are a lot of women of color. It's primarily women of color are the cast of characters in this thing. And it is super brutal and violent. Um, and pretty badass uh so yeah i'm enjoying that one Uh, i'm continuing to read paper girls i just finished no i just bought the third trade uh that one's super fun too so those are the two that i'm really focusing on right now but yeah that's what i'm reading all right i'm just reading boring stuff for classes same (laughs) <laughs> Same. Hey, hey! I remember you were in Sam. Hey. I haven't started reading for Sam's class yet. I'm listening to the audiobook on the drive down. I'm going to listen to uh, Ready Player One. Uh, oh, you guys mm. are reading Ready Player One right now, yeah. are you? Yes, I'm about to start. Alicia hates that I book was gonna so say, much. I mentioned it to Alicia the other day, and she was like, "I hate that book." So it's going to be there's fun. something wrong with her. <laughs> Um, no, there's something wrong with that book, and it's that it's really bad. <laughs> it's <not. laughs> it is, in fact. 
Oh my gosh. Well, okay, everybody listening, I want you to write to Alicia and tell her why she's wrong. <laughs> All right. Don't invite no, I will that. Break out. It's a terrible idea. right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> and perform a dramatic reading demonstrating why this text is terrible. Do not test me. <laughs> oh, I want it. I want the dramatic reading. <laughs> well, after I'm done listening to it because I've got a collective 11 plus hours of driving I'm going to be doing in the next five days then then I will invite this discussion alright you come back next time because I gotta find it it's in my Kindle somewhere <laughs> gotta find it and hate read it so you can have an argument about it oh no I, would, to, I have to find the, the best passage to dramatically read I can, I can have an argument about it right now would you like me to you're good <laughs> <laughs> but I love dramatic readings, so we should do that thing. Let him read it for himself first. Before you start ruining things. Leah, I need you to know that our friendship is on the line. I understand. Oh. Dang. I understand. <laughs> Bianca's like, what is wrong with all of y'all? <laughs> I'm just over here eating some figurative popcorn, just listening. That's a good life choice. Oh, yeah, thank is. you. <laughs> All right. Um, well, let's see. What am I reading then? Uh, I, I'm still reading uh, Ready Player Two by Shira Chess. Likely a better book. Like it is a better book than uh, the. Well, no, it's not. It's a different book. Well, see, you got me saying things I don't mean. Good God, I must be tired. I'm a rhetorician, you know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Oh, no, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This podcast is just going to hell in a handbasket. All right. So, yes. I'm you didn't re- specify a good podcast. You just specified a podcast. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so, yes. I'm reading Ready Player Two. Um, I'm also reading stuff for class and was I reading anything new for fun? Um, I, I, uh, got, uh, I picked up a bunch of comics at the library the other day because oh. they had had a bunch of new stuff come out in the, in the trades. And I was like, Ooh, so I picked up a bunch of comics at the library the other day, but I haven't had a chance to read them yet. Um, I know they hate me. Um, the second paper girls. Yeah. Um, I got, yeah, I got, what else did I get? I got, oh, the first, uh, Miss Marvel. Cause I haven't read Miss Marvel. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, and then I got, oh God, I don't know which one it is in the series. Cause I've read so many of them. The next fables in the series that I hadn't read yet. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. I got comics to read because I'm like, it's going to be fall break. I'm going to relax a little bit. So we'll see how much relaxing goes on. And if I actually sit back and read comics <laughs> or if I just like continue, like it's not fall break, but yes. So I grabbed some comics to read over fall break. I nice. look forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's the thing. And then um, the next important question is what are you drinking? <clears throat> Alicia, I gotta hear. No, I gotta hear Alicia's because she she's been talking up this uh, concoction <clears throat> that she's drinking. So I want to hear about it. So I've been making a lot of old fashions, 
Um, oh. But the problem with old fashions at home is that they're good, and I drink them too fast. <laughs> so I needed to make a larger drink uh, that would last longer. Um, I've failed, by the way. My my glass is almost empty. Um, so, you know, I also really like whiskey ginger. So I've combined my loves. What? I, yeah, I know. But wait. What? Just hang on. Sorry. So I doubled the amount of whiskey I usually put in. Oh, God. Whoa. I, I added some ginger ale. Yeah. And then I did all of the other things that I do <laughs> mm-hmm. for an old-fashioned. Sure. And I will tell you that ginger ale and bitters mm. works very well. Yeah. But it's probably also why I'm real feisty right now. <laughs> I like what she's having. So wait, 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 wait. So it's whiskey, ginger ale, bitters, and... Two muddled cherries. Two muddled cherries. So and basically a bit, it's a whiskey and, and, sour is what you're saying. Well, sort of. But I, I also added just a tiny dash of, of simple syrup because it is a different flavor than the ginger ale. But I didn't put as much as I would put in a regular old-fashioned because I, then I would have had, like, instant diabetes. <laughs> Is that what you mix, for? To mix in simple syrup <laughs> with ginger ale? Yeah, you would have had the instant yeah. diabetes. So just, just a, 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 like, maybe a half a teaspoonful. It wasn't very much. Hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was quite good. I'm a huge fan of whiskey sour, whiskey type, whiskey sour type drinks. Mm -hmm. So I will say that even though that sounds like a complex way of getting to a whiskey sour, (laughs) it does sound tasty. It's, it was quite good. I was like, I'm just going to experiment. Oh, come the fuck on. I'm sorry. I'm playing Peggle. (laughs) The game just fucked me. Um, By like a, a millimeter of a millimeter. Uh, it, it was a little ridiculous, all the things that I put in this glass, but it allowed me to drink more whiskey at once, and it was very tasty. Yeah. Nice. nice. Okay. So if your goal is more whiskey, always. It's a good goal. Good goal. Yeah. That is. That reminds me, I need more bourbon. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> Bianca, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I cut you off earlier, darling. What are you drinking? Who, me? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking I'm some sorry, Knob Bianca. Creek. Does that? Does that does oh, that, that, yes, that's what resident. I now answer okay, to. Yeah. Yes, gotcha. Thank you. Uh, I'm drinking some Knob Creek with some ice cubes. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Just straight Knob Creek. Yeah. The goal yeah, is okay. more whiskey. The goal is more whiskey. <laughs> Her goal is just whiskey. Apparently. Whiskey, just yes. It's a good goal. It's a Thank good you. Goal. Thank you. Yeah, see, I, I can't, I, can, mm, I would like to drink whiskey tonight, but I'm not. Anyway, uh, Lee, it's what been you a long now? week, Sam. It's I been know. a long week. It's, it's been a whiskey kind of week, but I don't have any mm. whiskey. So instead I have wine. No, it's, it's been, yeah, it's been a, what, ooh, what kind of wine? Um, it's a uh, Pinot Noir <laughs> from Menage a Trois, which is my favorite Logan wine. I can't buy expensive wine. I was like, you're going to finish that sentence, right? It's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Wine comes in Saturday. And if you're going down to the low end of the spectrum and you don't want to be the guy who buys a $6 bottle of wine at Kroger, you're the guy who buys a $12 bottle of wine at Kroger. And so I bought the $12 bottle of wine and it's quite nice. Yeah, oh. there ain't no shame in buying the six dollar bottle. I was gonna say, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have bought many a six dollar bottle of wine. It's when you're buying the Same. three dollar bottle of wine and you're not cooking with it, then you got to think about your life choices. 
Yo, I, I bought the, I bought the three dollar uh, three buck chuck is the shit. I was gonna say no, I like, have had some good three dollar wine from Trader Joe's. Oh, <laughs> so Trader Joe's wine City. is a completely different story. That is a different story. <laughs> you buy three dollar wine at the supermarket, that shit gonna give you a headache though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all, any wine in a storm. <laughs> <laughs> well put. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I I am drinking. Um, a new Glarus spotted cloud. Yes. Yeah. New Glarus. Why? Who brought it to you? Who do I hate? You know what? Don't hate. <laughs> Don't hate. Anyway, so I'm drinking a new Glarus, and it is wonderful. You when you when you left before we started recording, I took a sip of it, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna have to go get another beer before Alicia comes back." <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so good. I'm so sad right now. So I'm drinking it. We would be in real trouble if uh, they like started distributing new Glarus up here. I might be in real trouble. Y'all, mm-hmm. I would not. I, oh my god. <sighs> I don't think I would finish my dissertation. <laughs> I love New Glarus. It's such good beer. Yeah, I wish Wisconsin would get their shit together because I would only apply for jobs there. I'm, oh, and I'd visit you. This shit is fucked. <laughs> and I'd visit you. I didn't get any of the New Glarus fruit wines this year. I mean, fruit beers. The, Why? I don't They're know. So Nobody brought me any. Nobody loves me. Well. Anyway. <laughs> I'm about to smack you. So yes, I'm drinking a spotted cow this evening, which is uh, which is my favorite. I think I don't know if that is my favorite. Uh, not the non-fruit ones. Um, spotted cow and uh, the totally naked are my two. Uh, my top two New Glarus beers, um, and then the fruit ones like the cherry and the raspberry are amazing. But that stuff is dangerous because one, it comes in really big bottles, and two, it just tastes like bubbly fruit juice. Those mm. bottles aren't that big. <laughs> yeah, they're not that big. Yeah, okay. You'll uh, argue <laughs> with how quickly I empty those bottles. They're not that. Listen, somebody tell a really involved yet boring story so I can go refill my beverage. Um, I'm not telling a really <laughs> long and involved boring story. You're going to have to wait. Aren't you, though? <laughs> wow. See, Ooh. that's why you're not refilling your beverage. All right. So now that we have covered the what you play and what you're reading and what you're drinking, and Alicia's not doesn't have anything to drink, we're going to get on to our, uh, our topic this week, which is to talk about, because, you know, it's October. Halloween is swiftly approaching. Um, we're talking about spooky games. It's the most Ooh. wonderful time of the year. <laughs> Listen, I love me some Halloween. I am here for the spooky scary, always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but unfortunately, so, and I say this every year, and, st- well, okay, nothing has given, no, nothing has really scared me yet. I'm always looking for a game that is going to scare me. I don't mean make me anxious, make me apprehensive and give me a, you know, jump scare every now and then. But I mean something to really scare me. Um, so I'm looking for that. But anyway, so let's talk about our favorite scary games. Um, and since Lee broke in the song, uh, <laughs> we're going to start with him this week. I did, I did it to myself. I started singing. You did it to yourself. That was a mistake. It was a mistake. I don't- so tell us, what's your favorite one? 
And then, you know, other ones too. <laughs> and then other ones too. I think I think I'm still settling on a favorite. I've sort of come late to scary games because growing up I didn't have a lot of access to video games because my parents were of the video games rot your brain school of thought. I was also a huge wimp. I didn't even like horror movies. I would start crying when I watched them. I was just, I was a, a soft and sensitive child and was not sure what to do. And yeah, I don't know what happened. I'm with you. Lee. I don't know what happened. I'm with you. I still cry sometimes, <laughs> but I like them. But mm-hmm. it, it mostly just don't means Don't tell that... anybody, though. <laughs> It means that I'm, you know, sort of like I've I've come late to more scary games and horror games and games that induce that kind of creeped out, spooky, sticks with you feeling. And I think that what I've discovered is I really still enjoy going back and playing Alien Isolation, even though I'm terrible at yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so bad I'm at it. So bad at that game. It's yeah. so hard. Right? <laughs> I've never played I'm, it. Why have I not it. played it? We don't it's, know. That's the I, one I, I think the, I'm going to play this this, this this month. You it's just so fun to play a game that looks like Alien. It you does. Know, like all of the sounds that you're hearing and the weird like little vent things that you can mm-hmm. crawl through that spiral open, which is like the creepiest kind of vent you could possibly construct. So why are they doing that? Oh, to terrify every single person who lives on that space station. Cool. Great. Great design, you guys. <laughs> and what I love about that game is how I discovered it. Because right when it came out, I was, um, where was I? I was in Alabama doing the final semester of my MA. And I was in a critical theory class that was all about mm. nostalgia culture and the simulacrum mm-hmm. and a bunch of Lacanian whatever. Mm. And mm-hmm. my professor was adamant that films and video games and TV were passive forms of entertainment. He was a big Friedrich Jameson kind of guy. So I wrote a 20-page paper Ah. arguing against that, using Alien Isolation as an example of a kind of nostalgia (laughs) that lets you actively feel things. Nice. It was very fun. I want to rework that paper with additional theory at some point because I have a lot of of feelings about the way that Mm -hmm. Alien Isolation works as a retelling and a reimagining of how Alien works as a universe. I love those movies. So I'm just like... Oh, 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 oh. Sorry. So you know what I noticed about this game? And this is something that kind of sold me on it because I was watching Mm -hmm. someone stream it. Um, Who, me? Is that, no, no, you you were hilarious playing that game, right? Um, <laughs> because my kid loves to watch Bianca uh, stream, and you were streaming Alien Isolation th- during one of the marathons. Yeah. And, uh, I was whispering the whole time. And you were whispering <laughs> the whole time, and then something happens, and you just screamed. You just dropped an F-bomb at full volume. (laughs) Like, your neighbors must have heard it and got scared, right? I probably, yeah. (laughs) I think I was one of those androids. (gasps) Oh, I hated those. Ugh. Creepy androids. But, okay, so what really kind of sold me on Alien Isolation is that on the Xbox, I don't know if you can do it on PlayStation, uh, but on the Xbox, you can, like... um, turn on the connect so that it actually listens for the sounds Mm -hmm. that you're making as well. That's why I was whispering. (laughs) Yeah, and you can also use your body to, like, look Mm -hmm. around corners. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much, but I also hate Mm -hmm. it because I can't use it. I am not a quiet person. I have Tourette's syndrome. Me? I Uh, I cannot. mm -hmm. I literally cannot. Mm -hmm. I would do that and I would die because I'd be coughing and wheezing and sniffing. And if I try not to, it only gets worse. So 
Here I yeah. am. Alien, eat me. Just, just so, so <laughs> swallow me whole. What, what, what is really going to happen to you if, the, oh. if an alien is ever looking yeah. for you? Y'all, <laughs> come the apocalypse, we need to take leave for bait. No, I, that's... <laughs> I've accepted long ago that that's my role in an apocalyptic setting. Don't worry. I know what I know. It's not that about. we don't love you, Lee. It's that we want to live. No, I'll, I'll go out in a blaze of glory or something. I don't know. Depends on what kind of apocalypse it is. Yeah. Lee's going to be that dude that's got like a, a grenade in both hands, right? Yeah. <laughs> Witness like, me. Come with it, bro. <laughs> come at me. We mm-hmm. love you, Lee. I love you mm-hmm. guys, too. I'm here to help. <laughs> With my death. <laughs> so yeah, I think I'm I think I'm gonna play Alien Isolation just because I wanna I wanna do that whole now nah, you gotta stay silent, which is gonna be hard in my house because my kid is always running around slamming doors mm-hmm. and screaming. And it's hard dead every It was time. hard for me because you know how I sing when I play. So it's just me whisper singing about how I'm going to die. Which was, I'm sure, not creepy at all. I am a terrifying person, I just realized. Yes. That's a fun one. That's a fun, frustrating, terrifying game. Yeah. Okay, so earlier this year, I got, I put on my big girl panties. Oh. And uh, I got all bold, and I was like, I'm going to buy Resident Evil 7. Ooh. And Terry was like, you know what? There's a demo. <laughs> you should probably. And I was like, no, I'm just going to get it. It's going to be great. <laughs> Somebody's alarm is going Sorry. That my <laughs> alarm. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm just going to buy it. And Terry was like, no, I think you should play the demo. I was like, fine, whatever. <laughs> so... I played the demo for approximately three and a half minutes before I was like, I don't think I can move anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm such a weenie. Lee, I'll probably be with you with the grenades and the blaze of glory. I'm such a weenie. We can be weenies together. It's all right. You got a friend in me. I was going to say, because I've seen you cry at scary games. (laughs) Listen, that's just because you tricked me. And you're evil. Okay. You should feel bad. I'm, I'm not even going to argue I was wrong. <laughs> we could tell All right. Story. What about. Huh? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. I'm not going to tell that story. But no, I did. I made, made it about three and a half bad. minutes. And then I was like, Terry, I think you have to take the controller so I can hide under this blanket and peek out of one corner and watch what's going on. Because if I go out the door, things are going to happen. And he made me play. He was like, no, this was your idea. So you got to do it. And he's like, the demo's really short. I'm like, I don't think I can handle it. Um, but I kept on it. And see, okay, so Sam is always talking about, you know, how she will just run out. Because she doesn't have any patience. If I'm playing a scary game, because I'm already, I'm pretty good at stealth games. But if I know that, like, there is shit that's going to pop out and get my ass, mm-hmm. I will advance at the approximate pace of about yep. a half an inch per hour. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nope. And I'm looking in every direction. Me too. And I'm, like, all hunched over <laughs> on the couch. Yes. Like, I've made myself as small as possible. And I'm not a small person. I'm suddenly tiny. <laughs> mm <Mm-mm>. mm <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna run out there one. and I'm gonna kill everything. <laughs> or uh-uh. try to. Not me. You're gonna die in still... alien isolation a lot. Yeah, I was yes. so I was so careful and I still got killed brutally. 
I like inch forward and I'll always just like inch forward and then if there's something to hide in I'll hide in it because you could never be too careful just hide for the sake of hiding get my breath sing a song then (laughs) move out from my hiding place inch forward again takes me years (laughs) to get through anything (laughs) see that's generally just how I play stealth games just without the abject terror (laughs) that's generally how I live my life you know just inching forward and hiding all the time that's yeah the abject terror is ever present in our current political climate however (sighs) (laughs) see and i'm and i am the exact opposite even in my real life it's like oh i'm just gonna run out there and leroy jenkins everything life games you name this let's do it (laughs) leroy (laughs) jenkins but yeah Uh, (laughs) okay nope um what about you bianca can we talk about hidden agenda yes we can yeah because i'm very excited about that and that that does tie in i mean i'm i will always play until dawn all the time with everyone (laughs) it's so fun it's so fun it really is yeah it's great I, mean, I love it. It's flawed. It's a flawed game. Oh, absolutely. It's just really fun. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and isn't that life, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. life lessons today, y'all. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but I'm very excited then about Hidden Agenda. Does everyone... Okay, should I explain yeah. what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. Okay. You don't see me, but I'm looking back and forth between two imaginary people here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm a terrifying human being. Okay. And so it's by the people who did Until Dawn, and it's mm-hmm. coming out October 24th. And we're very excited. I got, and like, a countdown. Yes. Shit. I'm so... I can't... I'm there. Uh, Alicia, you're going to come spend the night. Okay, cool. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and it's kind of that same sort of style as Until Dawn, but I think it's sort of like Saw meets Silence of the Lambs Ooh. as far as the narrative goes. Except... It's, it's got a really exciting aspect. Right. Yes. So instead of un- <laughs> like with Until Dawn where it's just one person playing, they um, made this a social game. So it can, you can play it one person, but I think, Alicia, what was it? Like up to five people? Am I making yeah, that up? Yeah, with their phones? Mm-hmm. Four or five. Yeah. And you use your phones. To like make choices and you have to come to a consensus to move forward. However... <sighs> <laughs> one person one person has been given a secret objective hence uh, the hidden name agenda, hidden agenda will. yes so and that objective will very likely run counter to what everyone else wants wants to do thereby creating tension amongst players uh, i'm really curious how this is going to actually like function cuz it would be like super obvious i don't agree with you thus <laughs> i have the hidden agenda yeah surely yeah. it's not going to be like that yeah I yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. I, I'm really interested to see because Alicia told me about this game. I, I was like totally out of the loop, and Alicia told me about it a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked up, and I was like, "Oh, this looks amazing." I'm really interested because it wasn't clear to me um, whether or not everybody had to be in the same room. 
mm-hmm. um, using their phones. But that wouldn't make sense unless there was some kind of Bluetooth connectivity, mm-hmm. right? But if it's just like web-based, like uh, like a lot of the quiz games and such, then people don't even have to be in the same room. So you could say stream it. Right. And have mm-hmm. people play at the same time because um, we'd all be able to see the see- the same screen. Yeah, and that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. we'll find out. Yeah, in October. Yeah. Yes. Wait, well, it, it is October. It's October, October 24th. It's coming out. We're going to play it together. It's going it to be is. great. <laughs> We're going to sing so many songs. So many songs. No singing. I'm my choice on All my the phone, singing. Every but song. I don't have an mm-hmm. agenda. Or do you? <laughs> or do I? <laughs> yeah, that game looks amazing. I'm it really. Looks so good. I want to play that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really want to play that one. So he, yeah, hidden agenda. But we don't know how spoopy it's going to be. We'll find out. We will indeed, and report we back. Will discuss. We'll see. The here's level the thing. Those are the kind of games like I can watch horror movies like Michael Myers. Oh yeah, Freddy Krueger. Sure. Those games like all day long. Mm-hmm. The Hellraiser games that everybody else like had such issues with because they were so disgusting. <laughs> I could like eat food and watch those games and not have any problems. Like when people getting their skin ripped off and shit, it didn't bother me. Um, Do you like how she's just calling those games? <laughs> yes, thank like, you. Everything is games. <laughs> Then I'm gonna call it everything games. Movies. 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 Right. But transmedia bitches. <laughs> right, exactly. Um but the first time I saw Silence of the Lambs, oof, I had a oof, bunch oof, of friends over. We watched oof. it because I hadn't seen it in the theater. We watched it at my at my apartment. I was in grad school. We watched it in my apartment. Um no, I wasn't that. I'm not that. No, I was in I was in undergrad, I think. Uh, we watched it in my apartment, and then everybody left, and I walked them down, and then I walked back up to my apartment because it was on the second floor, and my door was open. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. Mm-mm. And I was nope. like... Time to move. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did I leave that open? <laughs> or is there somebody in here? That Mm-mm. was the first time a horror movie had seriously scared the bejesus out of me. Mm. Um, and I was I stood in that hallway for a good 10, 15 minutes. I was scared to go in my apartment. Um, and I left the door open while I, like, snuck around and looked through stuff. And uh, I called my best friend because he had been last to leave. And I was like, uh, so I'm scared, you know. I was like, I have, I've gone through party party. He was like, do you want me to come back? And I was like, no, 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 I got this, I got this. But that movie scared the bejesus out of me. So <laughs> a game that has that feel to it may very well scare me. Yes. Which mm-hmm. is why I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope why. it's as good as it looks. It looks I know. so good. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 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 yeah. Um, um, um. <laughs> um, 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 um. I have words. Yep. We all do. So, let's see. I, I, and that's the thing. is that I played a lot of quote-unquote scary games, but they don't... The ones that get to me but don't scare me but make me anxious yeah. are ones... are really ones that require stealth. And I don't know if it is that... 
I am sneaking to avoid, you know, getting killed mm-hmm. um, that causes the anxiety um, or if it is the fact that I am forced to do something that is so counter to who I am as a gamer and as a human being. Well, it's a loss of agency at that point, right? Like, yeah. You can't act the way you want to act because if you do, you will die. Right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, I found that when when I was playing Perception earlier yeah. this year, right? Because, you know, you're playing as a blind person and you're working with uh, echolocation in, in terms of seeing where things are around you. But if you tap your cane too much, mm-hmm. then the presence comes and kills you, right? Rips you apart. Um, and you hear terrible squishy noises. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could only... Just sucks. You're just trying to see... <laughs> right, you just try to see. So you can only <laughs> tap so much, and then you have to remember yeah. where you are. But it was a combination between being in the dark and not Duh. being able to see, and just one, you know, just wanting to be able to see. Because that's a big thing for me in games is that it really drives me crazy when a game is too dark. Mm-hmm. Right, I'll turn up the brightness on the game in a minute. They'll be like, turn yeah. it down as as you know dark as you can and still see this this the yeah, nope. And I'm <laughs> no. like, mm, okay, yeah, I'm gonna turn that on up so I can see what's going on in this game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I understand atmosphere, but you know, I need to be able to see, and and it has a lot to do, I think, with the fact that my vision is bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So when you want me to add something that intentionally makes my vision bad Mm -hmm. that causes me some anxiety as well um so with this game when you're like okay now not only is your vision bad like it's like it is in real life but you're totally blind and you can only do what you need to do to see quote unquote see so much or it is going to cause your death I mean, I could, when I was playing that game, I would get to certain points where I knew I had tapped too much and you could start hearing like the presence whispering. Yeah. yeah. That it's like I could feel a catch in my chest. Mm-hmm. Right. And I would, and I'd be like, okay, it's getting a little hard to breathe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to stand here for a minute. But then you're still standing there in the dark and shit starting to whisper. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I streamed my entire playthrough of this game. So I was talking and I was like, all right, does does anybody else hear these whispers? I mean, because I had my headset on. I'm like, Do you, does anybody else hear these whispers? I was like, because it's kind of really spooky. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'd have somebody in my stream who was playing around. They were like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't hear nothing. Um, and I was like, OK, maybe I'm losing it. Um, but those kinds of feelings of anxiety. Yeah. Um are not what I'm looking for <laughs> when I'm looking for a scary game. But then at the same time, maybe that is what it is for me to be scared as a gamer by a game. Yeah. And maybe, so I, I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, like I said, um, the hidden agenda game sounds fascinating. It sounds mm-hmm. absolutely fascinating. Maybe it won't be so bad for me because we're playing together. Yeah. That you know, people are playing together and it's not just you by yourself playing. Right. Um so I'm I'm anxious to try that one. But then at the same time, I'm like Alien Isolation sounds like like b- between the using the mic um and having to stay quiet 
and having to sneak, it sounds like everything that would be anxiety inducing for me. So it's either going to be absolutely fascinating for me and I'm going to enjoy it more than like anything else, or it's going to give me a fucking heart attack. Mm -hmm. One of the two. (laughs) And I don't know which one it is. So, but I've kind of committed in my mind to saying I'm going to play some alien isolation this month because I want to play a spooky game. For mm-hmm. Halloween, Do it. and I can't keep playing yes. Costume Quest. <laughs> so, um, one of the things that you mentioned, you talked about your headphones playing Perception. Y'all, Sam knows this. She's she's seen it in action. Like I have a hard time wearing headphones when mm. I'm playing. Yeah, especially if they're like noise canceling headphones because it makes me really claustrophobic. Mm. But especially with a spooky game, Oof. Oof. dude, I will lose all my shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I will just leave my shit behind and mm, nope. Yeah, it. Oh, just thinking about it, like I'm curled up in my office mm-hmm. chair right now. <laughs> ha, did any of you play mm. the um, Until Dawn VR game? No. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like the same sort of claustrophobia where you're just like in it. But I got a double kill. That's right, I did it. <laughs> Both hands. Killed two zombies. Boom, bam. Same time. Nailed it. This guy over nice. here. Nice. Thank you. Sweet. While I was screaming, and I think my friend's neighbors thought that I was getting murdered. <laughs> it was a very loud time. It was a very loud time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I, it would be fun to watch you do uh, a VR playthrough of uh, no. no I mean <laughs> fun for everyone else probably <laughs> not me though oh there were like big dead pigs heads everywhere there too just yeah, all lovely. over the place clowns clowns you guys no. clowns no 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 nope. get out of here with your clowns really you guys don't Mm-mm. okay so so I, I understand people's fear of clowns I really do I really do Um, But I didn't know you guys were afraid of clowns. Usually, like, the one person that I know is afraid of clowns is somebody that I really hate. So I always (laughs) giggle. Um, (laughs) And and that's that's horrible. That's horrible. Um, And I I understand that makes me a horrible person. But, you know, it never really occurred to me how many people are afraid of clowns. um, Until quite recently. (laughs) And it's because my kid is afraid of clowns good (laughs) and I'm like wow really she's like no don't like clowns don't want to fuck with them don't bring them around me (laughs) no clowns thank you good night smart smart kid and I was like Mm -hmm. really I always kind of liked clowns ugh what no Mm -mm. I mean I was a kid in the 70s and we grew up with like Bozo the Clown so listen Bozo was kind of creepy yes (laughs) Well, that's because you don't like clowns. Mm. I'm actually okay with clowns. Um, but Bozo was a little something. Well, all, uh, you know, kids' entertainment figures were creepy in the 70s. Didn't half of them turn out to be like child molesters? Like, honestly, didn't half of them turn out to be like child molesters or some shit? And you wonder why everybody's afraid of clowns. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Gee, what could it be? I don't know. It's just a mystery. <laughs> Fine. Fine. 
So, Sam, you said Silence of the Lambs was the movie that, like, scared you the most? Yes. What about uh, Lee and Alicia? What what horror film scared you the most? Oh, I have a story for this one. Okay, tell tell us. Okay, so lots of horror movies scare me, frankly. um, But I love horror movies. But the worst thing was not because of the movie itself, but because of what the circumstances in which I saw it. Um, so when we went to see the ring in the theater, mm. uh, the like Lord of the Rings, one of the Lord of the Rings movies came out at the same time. And there were a bunch of people <laughs> who misbought their tickets. Oh, of course no. they did. Including a oh, family boy. sitting right behind us with a small child who was approximately four. No. Um, who whispered through the whole film. Mm, no, mm, no. Mm, about what was mm, happening mm. on the screen. <laughs> Things like, don't go in there. Oh, God. crap. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Nope. She's not your friend. No. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I will never, as long as I live, forget the sound of that tiny child trying to come to grips with what was happening on the screen oh. right behind my seat. I went home, y'all. I didn't sleep that night. No shit. I was ready to get rid of my television. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yikes. I was coming up. I was, like, formulating plans on, like, how I would escape <laughs> if Homegirl came after me. Um, it was rough. It's like, what you going to do if she came out the TV? First of all, you flip the TV over so the screen <laughs> is down on the floor. Clap through that. That's what you do. Now you're set. <laughs> She was fast, fast, y'all. I don't know. Yeah, she was fast. Um, but yeah, so just that that tiny little voice, I will remember until I die. Oh my God, those are some horrible parents. Who would, right? <laughs> right? You you go oh. in and you say, "Oh wait, this is the wrong movie." Oops, we fucked up. That was <laughs> our bad. You go back out. You be like, "I'm sorry. We thought we were getting this. Can we have our money back? Can we go see a different show? I'm not gonna make my child sit through this movie. What is wrong with you?" And yet. And yeah, oof, oof, oof. No, sometimes because my uh, it was my my boyfriend at the time. We're still really close. Sometimes I'll text him and I'll be like, "Do you remember that time?" <laughs> and he's like, "Shut up! Do not remind me of that." I'm like, "Just wanted to give you nightmares. Bye bye." <laughs> you needed those, right? Some yeah. people should not parent. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Uh, so, Lee, what's your scariest story? Well, I, I think that. The story of itself, that the movie in and of itself is, especially in retrospect, not even a little bit scary. The thing is, is that I was a teenager and I was still in my, you know, awkward, sensitive child phase. And I have a very specific fear of masks and like, you know, not necessarily full masks, but like if you put a sack over your head and the eye holes are dead and empty shit like that Uh, and i discovered this when i went to see batman begins with my boyfriend and the scarecrow showed up i had nightmares about that piece of shit for a week yeah it was (laughs) bad that's not even a horror movie and it scared the ever-loving shit out of me oh man scarecrow was some fucked up shit seriously and all of the you know special effecty deep voice crap didn't help and then i would just imagine him like walking down the hallway in that spooky ass mask i'm like "Mm mm-mm Mm-mm. Not today, also, Satan. Also, the idea of somebody drugging you against the will is is fucking scary enough anyway. Like, yeah. somebody can just come up and spray you with some shit, and then you're fucked. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not here for it. No, thank you. No. Scared the crap out of me. Yes. Scarecrow okay. is one of the, is I think, one of the scariest Batman villains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, For those reasons, in particular. Right, because I was playing, which, which 
was it the last Batman Arkham game that had Scarecrow in it? It might have been the and first. And that's the way that's the way the game starts, right? Is that you're in a diner? Oh and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that I was Ugh. that that started, and I was like, you know what? No, this is fucked up. <laughs> Don't want to play this part. Peace yeah. out. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I think one of the reasons why. I have such a visceral reaction to our movie. Speaking of people who probably shouldn't parent, <laughs> my father, God rest him, um, when I was a kid, was super into slasher movies. Oh, God. Mm. And would let me watch slasher movies with him. Mm-mm. Yeah. Except then at night, like, we watched the Friday the 13th movies, and then, like, I would go to bed, and he would stand outside my door and do the music. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. And he thought it was, like, real funny. No, it was not funny. No, that's not funny. Mm -mm. No. So that's probably why, especially why sound fucks me up so much. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Mm -mm. But I do. I I love horror movies. We watch a lot of horror movies together, like Terry and I. If we're not, if we're like, oh, we need to relax. (laughs) But he also likes really bad horror movies. I do, too. (laughs) I will admit it. I love a good bad horror movie. Have you seen Bigfoot versus Zombies? I haven't. No. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, listen. Let me tell you a little something about Bigfoot versus Zombies. It's bad from beginning to end at every moment, but the best bad thing is that Bigfoot is really wearing like a gorilla costume. Oh god. <laughs> except like it didn't fit, so they used like this foam shit to like piece it together. So also Bigfoot is just like weirdly deformed for no reason. Oh, poor Bigfoot. <laughs> It's kind of so sad. Great. I know. Poor guy. It's really good. You should Oof. you should watch that one. It's <laughs> real fun. You know what? See, I was never really scared by stuff like that when I was a kid, but my mother is really scary. And I think about it now. <laughs> I'm gonna tell her. <laughs> she no no no, not scary as in she is frightening, but she's easily frightened. Oh god, oh, okay. that did not <laughs> That did not track. That's not what we heard. No. No. I'm sorry. She's easily frightened. <laughs> so, and I was a horrible child as a teenager. So I would devise different ways to scare the shit out of her every day hmm. when she came home from work. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I would proceed to laugh. Until I cried. <laughs> I don't know why she didn't just beat me. Because I probably would have. <laughs> because, Man. you know what? And I had to, and I call, recently I called her and, and apologized. Because P is always trying to sneak up on me. But she's so damn loud that I hear her coming. <laughs> you, know, you know how little kids are. They'll be like wearing, you know, tap shoes and like they've made homemade armor and it weighs like it's made of like actual lead. Yes. <laughs> they wonder why they're not clank, quiet. Clank, exactly. Clank, 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 boo. It's like, yeah, okay, you got me. <laughs> One day I was in the kitchen. I was in the kitchen. I was cooking. I was cooking. Oh, shit, no. Yes. And I, I think I posted about this on Facebook and I'm like walking back and forth between the kitchen. I got music on in the kitchen so I can't, you know, so that it's, but it's low because I want to be able to hear if she like calls me <coughs> or falls and kills herself or something. So, and it's, so it's not loud, but I'm walking back and forth and I'm doing things, but she got smart 
and she snuck into the kitchen barefoot. And our kitchen has two entrances. So she came in through that entrance by the dining room and came through the nook and around through the like and around through the nook and into the actual kitchen part and snuck up behind me because I had like a pan of food. It was like dinner was done in my hand and I was turning around to put it on the oh, island. No. And she snuck up behind me and went, boo, I almost had a heart attack. One, scared the shit out of me. I must have jumped three feet, screamed out loud, dropped the food all over the floor. Oh, no. no. Because I must have, like, thrown the entire pan up in the air when she scared me. Man. Yeah. So I was like, and now you get to eat fast food for dinner. Now you get to eat fast food. (laughs) But she got me good. It was the first time she had ever gotten me. So, yes, we ended up eating fast food for dinner that night because dinner was all over the kitchen floor. The cat was like, thanks. Um, And I called my mother that night and I was like, I'm sorry. She was like, for what? I was like, for all the times I scared you. And she was like, what happened? And I told her and she laughed hysterically. Because she was probably glad that it happened in her heart of hearts. You got to put restrictions on shit like that with the kids. You'd be like, nah, when I'm in the kitchen. Because I will, I'm a motherfucker. I will cut my finger off if you scare me at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Oh. your mom... Your mom is the scaredy cat of your family. My dad is the scaredy cat of ours. He, Dave Batty, hates scary movies. He gets so squeamish. Except, Except you what? You tell the Dave Batty film story, though. <laughs> the Dave Batty. Oh, that's right! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Alicia apparently knows... My story that I was going to tell better than I did. I'm like, Thank I'm you, a secret Alicia. baddie. I am a baddie. What was that movie part. called? What was it? Called? Rat's oh, Eyes. God. Was that what it was? Something. It was something about like some killer rats. At least I don't. know. Yes, it oh, was I'm killer rats, and I, I think it was called Rat's Eyes. But my dad, so he hates scary movies. But in the '80s, he was in this band, and they got asked to do the soundtrack or, or contribute some songs to it so in the first scene where a rat eats a baby yes that yeah. happens what the hell? oh and the rats though they're they're just they're little wiener dogs in rat costumes so oh, it's oh. A bunch deadly of, eyes deadly eyes deadly eyes thank you so it's just a bunch of wiener dogs running around in rat costumes which is not scary at all it's just adorable but there is a scene where a baby gets eaten, and, and that my dad's clip band. Is on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, the clip is on oh, YouTube, fun. and my dad's band is playing in the background on the radio. So, just a dream come true for Dave Batty there, I think. <laughs> and that's my story. <laughs> see, I I kind of want to see it, but I don't want to see a baby get eaten, even in a movie you, with winter dogs. You in don't see it. It cuts away. It cuts away. But it's it is known, you know, that that's and, what and they leave no. Yep, you're you're sure that the baby has. It yeah, see that would get, that might give me nightmares. I might not, and it, not because it's scary, because but because the kid thing, and I think mm-hmm. that that ultimately any movie that scares the shit out of me is probably any movie or game, game especially, mm-hmm. and this is why I'll never play it because it's going to involve kids. 
because that yeah. gives me such anxiety, like physical, physically nauseating, clutch in my chest anxiety is stuff with kids. Um, or apparently also things where I can't see um, and can't make noise to be able to see. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I oh. I, I'm scared of the deadly eyes. Maybe I'll just, well, I don't want to listen to it either. I wanted to hear your dad's song, but <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> not that bad. But what's your scariest memory, Bianca? Me? Who are you talking to? Bianca. Oh, Who? hello? Yes. Or Bianca, whoever's here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> could be Bianca. <laughs> or it could be her ghost. Ooh. Okay, um, Spoopy. What's very yep. spoopy. What's my spoopies? Yeah. I don't I mean, it depends on the era that we're talking about. I mean, I think the first scary oh my God, movie you're I so, could you're such a lit studies person. Thank you. <laughs> I meant era of my own life. Uh I know so, but still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh I would I mean the first scary movie I remember watching was Night of the Living Dead when I was in like kindergarten and I watched oh, it with like Nona. Movie ever. You were how movie. old? I was in like kindergarten. Uh, Our my grandmother and I, we would watch. But nobody, nobody wore seatbelts back then. <laughs> you know, we ran with scissors. We watched scary yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Nona spoiled me and would let me watch scary movies with her. And that was the thing that we did together. So we, I watched Alien when I was way too young. Mm. Definitely way too many zombie <laughs> movies. Um, mm. Some slash. I think I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre very young too. Not not like kindergarten Ooh, young. That but, was rough. Um, and that's just a beautiful film. Uh, but that's a weird thing to say. Um, uh, I, one of the I think scariest sh- things for me was watching Twin Peaks when I first watched uh. it. Um, oh jeez! That like Bob is just like a nightmare. That sh- yeah, and uh, some of my friends thought it would be funny to like reenact something Bob like. Oh, one of my friends was Bob for Halloween, and that was the worst Halloween ever. It was too real of a costume. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Twin Peaks was like super terrifying for me. David Lynch in general. Um, Mulholland Drive, when that, uh, like, in the out, the scene in the alley, oh my gosh, what is that? Anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. But I introduced my mom, and then I I watch a lot of scary movies with my mom and stuff too. So the maternal side of my family were all about the horror genre. Dave Batty, however, does not like it. Um, But uh, I, I, introduced Twin Peaks over the summer to my mom and she loved it. She thought it was so weird and creepy. And that's so for me the horror genre is very much embedded in like my relationship with my family, I think too. Um especially my mom and my grandmother. Uh and that's mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why I like it was because it you know, we would just watch people eat each other <laughs> and bond over that. So <sighs> That That's might one of tell my favorite you a lot films about of all time. <laughs> Night of the Living Dead. I love that movie so much. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Night of the Living Dead. Well, see, see here again. We're gonna talk about. We're, we're talk about 
I think it's a it's an age difference thing. One for all of us because I'm older than everybody else, um, and two, an identity difference. Light of the, Night of the Living mm-hmm. Dead scared me for a whole different reason. <laughs> right. Yeah. No yeah. Right. You know, but but I can't say that. I shouldn't say that out loud because you know tomorrow we're gonna get eight thousand hits <laughs> of, of people looking and looking to say terrible shit about me because you know I can't get it. I can't say race is an issue. Uh, I mean, but that's that is why I love that film is because it's yeah. it's one thing until it's not, mm-hmm. and it really drives home the idea that it's not some made up shit or some magical shit or some supernatural shit that we need to be worried about. It's us, you guys, in our own mm-hmm. ignorance. Right. No. uh <laughs> Well, yeah, not not us, uh, but us. I honestly think that's why I've been enjoying watching so many scary movies and horror movies, and I love the movies where mm-hmm. there's a monster under the bed or in a closet or there's ghosts because, like, that's not real. There's plenty of shit to be scared about out there that I don't want to deal with. So I'm going to watch this movie about this creepy little girl ghost. It's not real. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell yeah. myself that at two in the morning when I can't sleep and I turn on all the lights. <laughs> <laughs> I went through, I went through a period of about, Oh gosh, I don't know, four years where I had a copy of night of the living dead on me at all times. Like I had it on a, an, an SD card for my DS. I had it on my phone so if I was stuck somewhere and somebody wanted to talk to me and I didn't feel like it, I would be like, fuck off. I'm watching Night of the Living Dead. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I'm real dedicated to zombies. You may have noticed with my 700,000 hours in State of Decay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might have noticed that. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. So it's weird because, well, now because... You know, we, we had those experiences as kids watching scary movies. Well, I had... I am the child of the eldest of seven kids and the youngest of that seven is only nine years older than me. So when I was a kid, they would have to be the the younger kids would have to babysit for me and they would, they would do horrible shit, especially when they were teenagers, like give me beer. Um, (laughs) But they would, (laughs) they would also take me to the drive in to see scary movies Mm-hmm. And that was in the seventies where we had all the black exploitation scary movies. Right. Like, you know, Candyman and all all that shit, right? But <laughs> at the same time, it's like now when I think about it, like now they do scaffolding for scary movies for kids. Mm. So they start them out with goosebumps. Yep. <laughs> and then once they once they can like they can like start laughing at goosebumps, then you can bump up to bump them up to the haunting hour, mm-hmm. which is a little scarier. And my kid loves that stuff, right? But she'll she'll reach a point of saturation, mm-hmm. and she recognizes it, right? So it's like, oh, I had a nightmare about you know chickens, right? Because she'd watched the chickens haunting hour or something the <laughs> night before. She'll be like, I I think I need to lay off the haunting hour for a while. I'm like, yeah, I think you're right. And she can like stop watching it for a couple of weeks and then she'll go back to watching it and be just fine again. But there's like that point of saturation that she knows she's reached it. Um, that, you know, and I'm like, you're much smarter than I was as a kid. Cause I'd be like, give me more. <laughs> I know I'm still that way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You, Even you're though hilarious I'm, like- to watch play scary games though. I'm so scared, you guys. 
I think you should play a scary game for the charity stream this weekend. Yes. I don't know if I have. Do I have any scary games that I haven't played yet? I I've, think you I've should now. play Alien Isolation. Yes. No, she can't. Why can't I? Yes, you get can. so scared. No, I think she should play it. <laughs> oh, no, but there's no children in there, so have that. I was going to say, there's no, there's no creepy there's kids. No kids. You good. You good. Yeah. There's a spaceship. She can play that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> now I'm worried because y'all are all like, mm. No, I'm telling you to play it. Yeah, I'm telling you to play it's it. It's fun. Do the thing. Yeah, do it. Do it. It'll be rad. Do it. Do it. All right, do it. We'll see. <laughs> do it. See, Bianca, see do what it. you did. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. I have a $10 Steam credit now because I just got a refund for that game that didn't work very well. So maybe I'll get something from Steam. Maybe I'll play that. I don't know. We'll see. Or... I do want to play a spooky game. Or what? You can just don't, turn don't, on your Don't mic. talk to me about fucking PT again. <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> Come over and play PT. No. I, mean, I if, won't do that again. I mean, if we're going to talk about things that are vaguely Silent Hill related, I will say that Silent Hill 2 is still indisputably one of my favorite scary games really and it's entirely because i used it for my my thesis class where i was like gamifying my classroom and also having students play games and the first game Mm. that i have them play is uh silent hill 2 and it's because well why you do this i do this (laughs) (laughs) for so many reasons partially because i want my students to understand that the class's theme was monsters so it was gonna get a little spooky They were going to have to deal with it. And Mm -hmm. I would Mm -hmm. pair it with a excerpt from their textbook, which was part of Sigmund Freud's The Uncanny, where Mm -hmm. it talks about, you know, Uh fog and mist and not being able to move a certain way when you're in a dream and people walking in funny ways and coming back to a place you've never been to before. So I was like, okay, Silent Uh... Hill 2 is literally perfect for this. And what I love about that game is that whether you're playing it on its original console or on a 360 port, like my students were, the controls are so weird for students who are used to traditional games. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, I can't move with the stick. Why can't I move with the stick? And it just adds to the entire creeped out sensation of like, it's, it's a chore to figure out how to get this two by four up and use it to hit the scary, nasty zombie, as opposed to so many other horror games where it's like, okay, I got my gun and I'm going to shoot it dead zombie and Mm -hmm. i love it because it freaked everybody out which is you know it gets everybody on edge a little bit everyone's willing to talk about that feeling but it levels the playing field in an english class full of freshmen half of which have probably never played a video game before in their life besides like a phone game and so it means that instead of having to worry about the shitty gamer bro culture that i would inevitably Mm -hmm. experience it means that even the gamer bros are sitting there going i haven't played this you know 15 year old game what the fuck am i doing why isn't the stick working the way it's supposed to? Where's my shotgun? Oh, shit. What do I do? It's like, yeah, you don't know how to get good in this game, do you? That's what I thought. And it's just that feeling of something familiar but not familiar that yeah. I enjoy in a horror game because it's deeply unsettling. Yeah. Deeply unsettling. Yeah. See, I need some. Yeah, I see. And that's the thing. I think in order to feel any amount of comfort, and, and maybe that's why, is that I stick close to specific genres um, is if I, if I can feel that level of comfort with the controller and with the movements of the game then there's very little that can actually rattle me mm-hmm. right because you know it's like I can do the things without having to look at the controller I know where the buttons are I know where the triggers are but mm-hmm. 
if and so if, if I'm playing a game on Xbox One, I can play it blind, right? But if you give me like unless it's a stupid game with stupid controls, high dying light, I'm talking about you. <laughs> I knew you were talking about that game. See that sorry, would, that would make me discombobulated. Mm-hmm. Right, because I would be trying to survive and trying to figure out controls at the same time. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you're supposed to be this badass dude, this white savior dropped to <laughs> save the brown people. Well, that's what you do. That's what you do. That that is your cross to bear as a white person. You got to save everybody else. Well, yeah, but you can't do that if you're trying to figure out where the fuck they put the jump button <laughs> in a parkour game. See, oh, white people so persecuted. That's your cross to bear right there. <laughs> Life is so but hard. Where is the jump button? They want us to save them, and I can't find the jump button. <laughs> oh, my God. Where's my latte? <laughs> my pumpkin spice latte. My Ugg boots. Life is so hard. <laughs> oh. All right. So, question. Yes. Did anybody else play Eternal Darkness? No. Is it just me? No. I was like, I played Eternal Sonata, but that's different. <laughs> okay, so, but some of y'all have played Don't Starve, right? Yeah. Sam, you have. Yeah. So, you know, Don't Starve has, the, like, the sanity feature, and if you start to, to lose your sanity, like, things can get you. Well, Eternal Darkness had that back in the day, too. And at the time, I was thinking about this when you were talking about Silent Hill 2, Lee. Mm-hmm. It was really unsettling because it, even though you had control over other elements... Suddenly, you were separated from control. Mm, mm-hmm. And as your sanity would go down, like the walls would breathe, or like statues would follow uh, you. Mm. Like, you know, everything just kind of became unstuck, and it was hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, another game that did something like that, 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 like I said, didn't scare me, but gave me moments would be Amnesia. I was thinking of Amnesia when. Alicia mentioned the sanity thing. Yeah, it would be amnesia because you know you start to question your own sanity, right? Mm-hmm. In the game after a while, right? Because you'll start reading stuff and it'll be like, "Damn, did did I? What is going on? Am I the you know am I the one running around murdering people? What the fuck is going on, right?" And then you start to question your you start to question the decisions you make as the person playing the game because you're questioning your sanity in the game. So it's really kind of a mind buck um, on top of everything else. Um, and that's a, that's a, that is a solid game to play for Halloween too. And it's like dirt cheap now because it's, that game was what, three, four years old at least. Now I got to look. <laughs> I think it's a little older than that. Yeah, it might be. That's why I'm like, that's why I said at least. Uh, uh, I need to show me Xbox. Yeah, so that would be a solid Halloween game to play. But see, now I'm thinking, I'm like, I gotta play that damn uh, Alien Isolation. I'm gonna buy it. (laughs) Do it. And it's gonna be all your fault when I have a heart attack in the middle of the night. Yes. It's gonna be all your fault. (laughs) You will curse us. <laughs> okay, so what about here's the, here's the flip side, and maybe this this can take seven us home. years old is what um, she is. What about the games that are scary, but maybe for the wrong reasons? The right. part, mm. here, here's an example. Oh, I want to hear about that. Um, not long ago, I played uh, an indie game 
uh, I wrote about it for the blog called Sarah is Missing. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, it's real interesting because there's like a snuff film moment in the game. <laughs> what? And I'm like, I did not sign up for this. I yeah. don't want to be here for this. I mean, it makes oof, you oof, feel oof. like really bad. Mm-hmm. But that too is a form of horror. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? It just wasn't one that I was particularly comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And you can't really control whether or not you experience that moment if you choose to play the game. Right. Mm. Yeah. And you know what? That's I read reading your post because you and I had talked about the game, I think on the podcast before you, before you wrote about it mm-hmm. and you never mentioned that. <laughs> and then after reading your post and talking to you about it again, I was like, I'm clearly not ready to play this game right now, but I had already bought it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <My> bad. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I guess I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, so there are, I guess there are games like that. Gosh. Mm-hmm. It's uh, good, though, to give them money because I think they have potential. Yes. Yeah. Um, for, for, like I said, for me, um, games involving kids. Mm-hmm. So uh, Inside did that to me. Yeah. I don't know if it was more scary or anxiety inducing that I was charged with keeping this child alive mm-hmm. in a situation Oof. that was where everything in the environment was trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. So that game, I don't think it was ever meant to be scary, but it was terrifying in that way, or at least anxiety inducing, mm-hmm. but not jump scare scary. So that would be that's probably my most recent one, and that damn game Rain. Did anybody play Rain on the PlayStation? Mm-mm. It was so it's this beautiful puzzle game where um, you had to uh, make your way through the world. As this is the way that they said you know you were making your way through a world as a child, um, but you were only visible in the rain. Oh, um, so yeah, in the in the rain. So you had to um, avoid monsters that were present in the world. Um, so you would hide under things or behind things um, and oh. have to stay out of the rain to avoid the monsters. <coughs> Excuse me, which was fine because it was like, oh, it's a it's a platformers kids. I'm going to try this out. It's not that bad. Because it's a puzzle game, and I'm really good at puzzle games usually, so I wasn't really worried about it. And then two minutes into the game, you find out that the only reason you're visible in the rain is because you've basically, like, died of the plague or some shit. So you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like... That that, that was back before you could, like, request a refund. <laughs> <laughs> But can't, I can't do dead kids, dying kids. But, you know, I thought it was just a kid, you know. And for so, what, for whatever reason, you couldn't be seen. It, it never occurred to me that the child would be dead. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a game that was terrifying to me. And the monsters, I'm sorry, I forgot this part. 
the monsters were like purgatory slash hell monsters that were coming to snatch you into the underworld. Oof. Oof. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot that little nugget. Yeah, Oof. that game was, yeah, that was a game that was terrifying for the, perhaps for the wrong reasons. Uh, because like I said, they never build it as any of this stuff being present. They were just like, it's a platformer where you have to use the environment to solve puzzles. No, you know, no hell <laughs> monsters and dead babies. Oh, BT dubs, dead right. babies. Bianca, what were you going to say about the park? Because I wanted it's, to play that one. Should I not? You should not that? play oh, that no, one. Oh, no, no, don't play that one. You should not I play that it. one at all. <laughs> They're dead children, first of all, dead child. Uh, I'm going to spoil this game. Sorry about it also you shouldn't play it anyway so um yeah you play this woman who's looking for her missing child in this like abandoned amusement park and it's like one of those things where it slowly devolves into madness um of course and at the end of it she kills her kid and it's just like she's been hallucinating this whole time And it's just another one of those instances in which, you know, like we see in a lot of horror, this sort of rendering of monstrous motherhood. And it's Mm -hmm. always the bad mother who becomes the monster. That's always the twist, right? Um, And, uh, yeah, it's it's super, super problematic. Uh, And that's one of those games that just made me real angry by the end of it. Um, so yeah, I had a, I had a big problem with that game and the way that not the way that also gender and mental illness intersect in that game in order to construct this monstrosity, uh, in a really problematic way. Okay. So while we're talking about environmental puzzles, uh, environmental puzzle games that have a spooky bent to them, um, for other reasons, I recently bought and started playing Candleman. Where you is the game? Now let me start by saying this: game is rated E for everyone. Oh God! Where you play the little <laughs> candle, right? And you have to like make your way through the dark and and solve puzzles, and it's it's like a platformer slash puzzle game. Mm-hmm. But you only have so much wax uh, for every level, so you can only like you can push the button and a flame will flash for just long enough to illuminate say your next 10 steps or so, right? So you have to figure out how to navigate your way through without using up all your wax before you get to the end of the puzzle. But you have to light all of these other little candles um, along the way. And if you light those candles, that casts a little more light uh, in the direction that you're supposed to be going. Super cute. And I was like, this is so cute. It's, It's like fun. It's a little dark, so it'll, you know, and that, like I said, that gives me a little anxiety, but then at the same time, it gives me a real challenge, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, I can, I can do this. This will be fun. So I'm playing the game, and um, then um, a friend who streams on Mixer was also uh, going to play the game, and she's like, oh, I'm just going to play it, you know, over the weekend. I'll stream it every day and I'm, until I'm done. And I'm like, fine. I was like, I'll watch. I don't mind. I was like, because I won't remember when it's my turn to get to those. I won't remember where the hell I was supposed to go anyway, because, you know, 
my mind's not that, my memory's not that good and I won't be paying that close of attention. So, and my kid had asked to play this game and, and I'm sorry, call me what you like, but I still play through everything before I let her play it. Um, and I'm super glad that I did in this case, because this game, like I said, let me repeat, rated E for everyone. So the little candle, he sees when he, the game starts out, he sees the lighthouse in the distance. And he's like, if I could just be that lighthouse, I could be everything I ever wanted to be. So he goes through and then like on the final boss level, spoilers, if you don't want to hear this part, turn it off for like the next minute. <laughs> so, okay. Two minutes. Cause I talk a lot. Um, so <laughs> That's his boss. It turns out that him getting to that lighthouse, getting to the lighthouse is his boss battle because the lighthouse turns on him and is trying to destroy him. Um, So finally he, he beats the challenge, the lighthouse's challenge and he gets to the very end and he's like, Oh, lighthouse, I beat your challenge. Um, I would like to be, you know, I want to be as great as you are, blah, 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 blah. So there's all this narrative. And the lighthouse goes, not going to happen, dude. You are just not all that. So you know what the little candle does? Jumps off into the abyss and commits suicide. Whoa. Um, oh, great. Mind you, this game Whoa. is rated E for everyone. What? Um. Uh um. Yeah, <laughs> that's more of a don't ever buy this game for your kid, even though it says it's rated E for everyone. And it's super cute. It's got a little candle man with the little stubby legs and he's running along and it's a platformer that kids are used to playing. Man. Yeah. I've got one All right. that I just remembered and it. It's one that occasionally crosses my mind every now and then because every now and then it's um, the the game is called Loved. It's a uh, a free game that you can play on Congregate, and it's a platformer, just a little platformer. But the way that the game starts out is it asks you specifically what your gender is: are you a man or are you a woman? And so when you click and you pick, and you're like, okay, so I go through and I play as a man. The first thing that pops up is something that says no you're a girl and then you play and there's this voice not an actual voice but like prompts on the screen that are telling you what to do and they're telling you basically you know throw yourself off Mm -hmm. this cliff and then when you do then it's like no you're not supposed to do that but if you follow the voice then you get rewarded and you get encouraged to do things and it just keeps calling you the wrong gender over and over and over again and the whole thing after i did a little research on it a, Mm -hmm. a good friend of mine wrote an article about it and uh we talked about the inherent anxiety that this instills about both abuse and abusive relationships for transgender people. And mm. this game oh, fucked me up because mm-hmm. I'm sitting here playing through it and it's like, well, I'm a dude. Obviously, I am. But the whole time, any time that I would you know, try and go my own way, I was being told that what I was doing was wrong, oh. that I'm supposed to be a girl, that I should be doing what I'm supposed to do. So this entire game Oof. is... It's not even the game itself that's horrifying for me. I knew what I was getting into going into it because my friend warned me and said, hey, you should check this out. It's about abuse and it's about trans things. And, you know, it's definitely going to be triggering for you. So, you know, be warned before you in. What scares me about it is I've seen so many people 
play through this game and miss that entirely because yeah. they're cisgender. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Because it doesn't affect them if they're a dude playing through and somebody calls them a girl. Because, you know, if a, m- most cis men, if it's in a casual situation, it's like, no, you're a girl. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, or they get super defensive about it in a shitty way, but it doesn't affect them the same way it does me, where it literally feels like someone just ripped my soul out of my body and now I want to die. And it's just such a visceral affective experience for me. And part of me is like, I don't know if I'm the intended audience for this game, but I don't know if those people are either. And there's part of me that will see people play through this game and they'll be like, oh, I did what the voice was supposed to do. And this person loves me and that's good. And I'm saying they're going, no, that's not how the game works. (laughs) That's not what's happening. (laughs) This is deeply upsetting to me. And so that visceral horror for me just is so it got a little too real, a little too fast, and I still haven't, because it was too real, I haven't been able to write about it, which it's a game I've thought about for years now, and it's a game I want to write about for the blog or for a paper or something as mm-hmm. a trans person, but it's so hard to do because mm-hmm. it's so visceral for me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> that was Happy cheerful. Times. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was <laughs> cheerful. Oof. <laughs> Sorry, sorry well, for now the bummer. I just want to crawl under my desk and die. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. You asked the question, Alicia. <laughs> I brought the mood down. This is what I do. We got suicide. We got abuse. We got all kinds of shit. Thanks, Alicia. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Yep, that was fun. <laughs> <Whew>. <laughs> should we end with a fun fact? We I have should a fun end fact. A fun I fact. think we should do that. Yes, please. We need Okay, here's a fun fact. Fox Mulder and I have the same birthday. That's awesome. You're welcome. Yes. Keeping it real spooky. Spooky Mulder, spooky Uh baddie. I mean, if we're going to, you know, do other fun spooky facts, my birthday's Halloween. Hey! That's right, it is. And I'm turning 30 this year, so it's an extra spooky birthday. Me too! Ooh, now I'm just depressed. Oh. Sorry. Everything is awful. <laughs> this was supposed to be a fun, lighthearted episode talking about spooky games. When is it ever lighthearted? We don't do lighthearted. We're bad at that. We are not light of heart. Okay, I got I got a I got a, a it's not necessarily a fun fact but a fun suggestion. So the game mm-hmm. I wrote about it a couple weeks ago, Maze. Um because I saw the original Children of the Corn mm-hmm. when I was in high school. <clears throat> um so and I've always loved like corn slash horror games but so it's a game where you have to do exploration and find shit and figure out what's going on. Um, with uh, anthropomorphized corn. Mm. Um, But that's a fun game to play because it gives you lots of jump scares. Because even if nothing's really going on, you'll start to see shit like running out of the corner of your eye when you're walking through the cornfields. (laughs) Mm. So, yeah. Mm -mm. It's really short and it's really simple. Um, Try to catch it on sale. It was on sale recently. Um, but if you like dad jokes, Alicia, you would love this game because it is full of dad jokes. <laughs> I do Aww. love a good dad joke. It is full mm-hmm. of dad jokes. So if dad jokes are your thing and spoopy corn, 
maze. Dad jokes and spoopy corn. That is a beautiful, beautiful summary. <laughs> I believe that that is our episode title. <laughs> Dad jokes and spoopy corn. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'll take it. Because I'll be like at like 3 o'clock in the morning. I'll be like, I don't know what to call this damn episode. Dad jokes and spoopy corn. You're welcome. That will be $25. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wait for it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, um, that's going to bring us to the end of episode 160. Hopefully you've gotten some good ideas for game spooky games to play for Halloween and other games to avoid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh over the course of the next twenty odd days as we make it through to Halloween. Oh, and beyond. Um and don't forget this weekend, October seventh, from midnight uh until eleven fifty nine PM technically. But midnight, uh we're going to be doing a team marathon stream to raise money for the folks in Puerto Rico in light of the devastation that occurred uh, via Hurricane Maria. Um, So you can, there'll be a link in the show notes. You can come hang out. Um, If you can't donate, you can spread the word. You can do whatever you can to help out. We'd really appreciate it. Um, And thank you all, other podcasters, for yeah. hanging out and talking about Ooh. spooky games tonight. <laughs> Be spoopy. Be spoopy. The spoopiest. Uh, and so until episode 161, stay warm, stay dry, stay warm, stay dry, and as always, stay spoopy. Stay spoopy. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Y'all the worst.